Did you put it, you turned on sound isolation? Hey man, don't worry about what I put on. Oh, okay. Get the shit on the road. All right. Get the shit on the road. <clears throat> well, Sarah just walked in and I called you. I don't know what happened. Sarah, but Sarah's putting her headphones on now. Mom called me. What she call? She ain't at home. No, nah, hold on. Let me, I can put, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. My mom called him. You can hear in those headphones? All right. We got to make this podcast snappy because we got to, I got to make dinner. All right, welcome back to another episode of Studio Flows about a week ago. I'm one of your hosts, John Robinson, joined by Sarah J. What up? Manny Fontaine. Yes, sir. All right, not too much happened this week. Let's just get into the meat and potatoes of everything. There was a new Nicki song last week that dropped. Called mm-hmm. The Last Time I Saw You? What was it called? I would have did something if it was the last, if I would have known it was the last time. Don't I said, break my heart, my achy breaking heart. Yo, mm, <laughs> it was kind of those vibes. And this Nikki Cardi situation is getting annoying because I think it was, it was when Cardi had announced that she had a song with uh, Megan Thee Stallion coming next week. That's when Nikki wanted to put the album cover up, and she was like, "This is one of two or whatever." Blah, blah, blah. Long story short, the song drops. And it felt really poppy to me, to the point that wh- who did I say it reminded me of was it Nora Jones. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, I was like, yo, this kind of reminded me of Nora Jones. Sarah helped me. It was I didn't go Nora Jones yeah. first, but even just off the first verse, Nikki singing really heavily on there, and I didn't know that she does rap on the second verse or whatever. But I was trying to think. And so there's this video. I put this in a group chat. There's this video of Nicki Minaj. They say she high as hell, making excuses. Imagine putting out a song right now with no additional versions, no video, and and um, and expected to debut in the top 20s. For why the song isn't doing the numbers she expected to do. It's like, this is only the one version. There's no remix, no features. I just dropped it out the blue, blah, blah. I had to ask Sarah, when was the last time that she dropped a song that was singing, you know, where she sung more than she rapped that did well? And I thought about Super Bass, Stars, um, Starships. Sarah, you said it was Pills and Potions? Yeah, that was just a sing song. And that was four or five years ago. It's pre-COVID, obviously. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It, it was lacking for me. None of the, no, the single she did with Lil Baby, the second one, I can't remember the name of that one. Out of the four we've gotten, I think it's four, right? It was two with Lil Baby. It was Super Freaky Girl. And now we have this one. And I'm not counting any of the Ice Spice collab she does because I don't think that's going to be on the album. That's going to be dropping November 17th. So then today, we're recording this on a Friday, Cardi B drops. And I did my homework today, guys. I know we don't have as much time. 
Manny Fontaine has a hard out uh, to talk about things, but I did my homework. I listened to Ebro in the Morning's interview with Cardi B. I listened to the Breakfast Club interview with Cardi B. I listened to, to the song at 11 o'clock at night. I watched a little bit of the video. I did Jermaine a favor, just gave him the link to the video. That way you don't have to yeah. do it twice. Yeah. Well, this song is okay to me. The interview portion, we're going to get in because we'll get into the song, uh, how I'm doing this interview. I understand why certain artists be skipping over these interviews because Cardi was on a press run whatever day they had to do this. And they were both between both of these interviews, they asked the same questions. And it was some shock and awe because they were at, the main question, obviously, is when does the album come in? Uh, she said 2024. We still don't have a date. The other question was, yo, why are you taking so long with this album? Does it have to do with pressure? Blah, blah. And during the Breakfast Club interview, I got really bothered because they brought up the single she had with Kanye and Lil Durk called Hot Shit. Yeah, you brought that up too. Because mm-hmm. I was like, yo, some of these haven't been working. Like, what was the last one that really worked for her? And Jess Hilarious said, who didn't, who didn't like Hot Shit? And I wish I was there. And I said, I like Hot Shit, though. No, I isn't that, it wasn't that fact that Hot Shit okay. isn't a good song. That wasn't what I was upset with. I'm upset that if you're sitting down with Cardi B, and you know who Cardi B <laughs> is, and you're in the music industry somewhat, you're, I'm saying for us somewhat, you should be able to gauge how certain things work. We know Bodak Yellow, that had a run. We know WAP that had a run. We know I Like It Like That had a run. Hot shit didn't last that long. So that's why I'm like, I'm not saying the people didn't like it. It didn't, I don't think it got the response that she was looking for. And one question I wish I, if we sat down with Cardi, I wanted to, I would have asked her, how far apart or how close are the visions, are your vision for this album and the label's vision for this album? Because I think that seems to be the hang up. Um, and then I had to catch myself. So the song is called Bongos, featuring Megan Thee Stallion. And a, a lot of people are comparing it to WAP, rightfully so, because that was the last joint they were on. And the subject matter is sort of the same. I wanted to criticize that. But then I'm like, well, I don't criticize whenever Jay-Z and Pusha T get together. Because they get you're gonna hear some drug bars or whatever. What is it the same guys or is it different? What what say you, Manny Fontaine? Uh, I don't know. I guess I understand what you're saying, but I don't. I don't see it that way. What did you think of the song? What did you think of Bongos? I didn't like it. You didn't like it? It was just okay, but it's gonna be something that disappears just like everything else. It has no place. Sarah, what about you? Um, I agree with. With what uh, Jermaine's saying, it didn't really stick. Well, I mean, it's been one day. Here's the thing I think is the biggest problem of the song. It has a summertime vibe, a summertime video, and we're heading into fall. Yeah. I, that song should have dropped in May. Um, <laughs> I get that. I don't. I don't. Under, that's what what boggles me. Like, why would you drop it now? Maybe she had to wait for uh, Megan's stuff to be done. I wish they would have asked. Because the thing, I get it that they were sitting down with this woman and you want to praise her. And I feel like the best conversation is when it was just regular. Here's, out of the two interviews, y'all want to know what the important part lesson I learned? 
that uh, Offset has a Michael Jackson tattoo <clears throat> that bothers Cardi B because when she's doing sexy stuff, Michael Jackson is looking at her. Wow. And I said, see, people don't put this into context when you get these tattoos. They're like, oh, I want to get a picture of my baby on me. And I'm like, but I'm hitting it from the back. I'm going to see a baby looking at me. That's kind of weird. You got to think about the placement. So when she's going down to her husband, Michael Jackson is looking at her like Shimon, like that. Who wants to do that? People don't Where care. It it's on his stomach. Oh. So that's why she's like, is she looks, he can see it whenever she go down on him. And that's why we haven't seen it. She's like, I can't wait for y'all to see it. But I don't know. I um, I wish she would have just thrown out the album because I don't think it's going to be able to live up to this hype. Or I wish she would do a reverse J. Cole because, well, not reverse J. But so Cardi features have been on point. Maybe make the whole album features, but that gets really expensive <laughs> if you got features on every song. But yeah, she even, yo, she has done so much. She's like, people didn't like hot shit and people didn't like the Cala song. What was the Cala song? Do y'all remember the DJ Cala song? Yeah, I don't know what I'm sure it was was. somewhere on one of these last two albums he released. That DJ Cala kind of quiet too, y'all. It's very quiet. (laughs) And he always goes to iHeartRadio with the single. I'm like, I bet you put a lot of money behind this. Yeah, but he also waited to the end of the summer. Big Paper. Or Wish Wish featuring Cardi B and 21 Savage. I don't know which one it was. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, I think Megan ate on that verse. I think she did, she snapped. Um, but yeah, other than that. She tried to. But see, I think mean, she, Go ahead. The video was great too. I ain't gonna hold you. The video was cool. It was just like the colorful, how colorful it was. But the song just doesn't have that rollover. Where is it gonna go? It's not even at TikTok. Where yeah. is it going? I think the two things that stick out to me that well not the two the last two singles she's tried she's tried to push or she put out there and I tried to push hot shit and then this one they don't need announcements just drop the song yeah. and I think once you announce it and get people's anticipation up that kind of rules it because they now they have expectations but if a new song just showed up on Friday I think people would have been well maybe that's how most people got it anyway so but when you release singles then people want your album I know I miss those days when a single was dropping. You mean uh, we love Usher, but Usher been dropping singles for a minute. I'm like, is, when is the album coming? Did she really say she what? don't plan on releasing her album until 2024? Yeah, and I thought it was a silly question for them to ask because if you, it's the only way she could release her album is in October or December. You knew it wasn't coming this month because Drake is coming to September 22nd. Um, November is Nikki, so you were they weren't going to put themselves side to side regardless of what labels or whatever think. So they had to know it's either album are dropping after her. Are you dropping before her? Well, it's going to be next year. So I would I would have just said next year and when what quarter should we look for look towards it? But uh, um, man, that's like ten years without an album. She nods. Twenty sixteen. Yeah, I can divide. That's one every two. Yeah, two yeah. of them shits would do. <laughs> one yeah. was ill, man. Another was, <laughs> and that's yeah. so lame. All right, let's talk about Drake. Drake is dropping September twenty second for all my dogs. We never we didn't even get into the album cover that his son drew. Smart. Because Drake has been Yeah, Drake has been suffering these well, on album covers for a while. But there's some things that stuck out. Y'all want to talk about his broad collection or you want to talk about the fifty thousand he got he, the, the person got? Man. I'm so mad about this shit. Fifty thousand. Yeah, so a fan said, yo, they used their furniture money 
to come to the concert and he gave that person fifty thousand. I'm like, where was he? What did they buy? A mansion? Why did he get fifty thousand for that? If he bought a little studio apartment, that's more than enough. That's that's too much. But yeah, so how can I get money from Drake? I don't know, Jermaine, you still there? Hello? Yeah, what is going on? Man, this has been the worst time to do a podcast ever. Like, I'm telling you, they who gonna make the burgers? Man. Oh, look, hold on, man. <laughs> Yo, hold on. <laughs> this is just a horrible time. Yo, let me look at. Da, 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 da. All right, uh, you can leave. <laughs> it's like, I was like, unless you got thoughts. Oh no, the other big thing was remember that song with Drake and the Weekend, which was AI. Oh shit, then there's Kendrick. We can talk about Drake and Weekend with the AI oh, yeah, song, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna continue a little bit longer. All right, so the Drake and Weekend song. This is the wackest thing I've ever heard. That song has now been submitted for a Grammy because it's eligible due to the fact that a human wrote the song. It doesn't mean he's going to be nominated for a Grammy. Just means he can submit it for a Grammy. Not only that, the person goes by the name of Ghostwriter. He is back. With a new song. Did y'all hear the new song he has? No. All right. No. I'm going to play y'all. All of this is trash. I'm going to play y'all a clip of the new one. Let's see if y'all can guess who's, who he got on there. This is cheating. Can't kill a They're waiting outside. They're flooding the gates. I'm flooding the wrist. Like, no, I ain't got it. Stole me and Scott. They using like when he got my brothers with me. We light in the city on fire. Protect my Achilles cause they tryna kill me But I never been so alive Yeah We blast, we blast We get, we blast We get so live We blast, we blast, we blast All night We get, we get, we blast All night, all night, all night So yeah, he get now he got one with Travis Scott and Twenty One Savage, and he said, "Hey, if y'all want the song? Let me know because um, people will want it." Yeah, hey, that shit went hard. That's better on, than most of the shit on the radio. He said, "It's been a while. Can't kill a ghost." Travis Twenty One Savage out now. Uh, he did post something else. I think New York Times had covered him. What did he post on here? The the quote they did. The future of music is here. Artists now have the ability to let their voice work for them without lifting a finger. That being said, Ghostwriter is open for business. Travis Scott, 21 Savage. It's clear the people want this song. DM me on Instagram if you're interested in allowing me to release this record. Or if you'd like me to remove this post, if you're down to put it out, I would clearly label it as AI and I'll direct royalties to you. Respect either way. And this is the thing I thought about listening to this song and also the heart of my sleeve joint he did earlier. It's sad that the labels and artists are going to find out how much power the fans have because there's nothing they can do. If this dude can make a hit, people don't care if it's fake. It shit goes. Yeah, it does. Nobody cares. <laughs> it's music. Like, yo, play that in the club. That shit works, man. I want to download that song right now. You want to download the ghost, uh, ghost Rider? Can't kill a ghost. It's a great, great, great tag. Um, yeah. Then there was that Kendrick Lamar that I put in the group chat and Sarah raised a good question. Oh, like, how do we, yeah. yeah. Um, 
we all we only could depend on the internet. So basically, that song had leaked earlier, and now we hear it. And I think it was on Element first, and that was on Pandemic or whatever. Uh, do I have messages on here? I'm about to say play, and this is when he was sending. Um, was it shots at uh? Da, 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 da. What's that dude name? Big yeah, Big Shot, Fresh Montana. Ah. This media has been disabled in response to a rock reporter. That's how you know it's not AI. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I should have, I should, I put it in the group so y'all at least got to hear it. And I'll probably try to find it again so I can insert it. But he basically told Big Sean that you're finally famous for like who you date and not how you rhyme because you've been sending yeah. shots or whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's, it's apropos of nothing because they have already cleared up anything and this is an old track. You just get to hear uh, Kendrick going off if that's what you're into. Uh, anything else I have in here? Diddy, Gay Back Publishing. He's going to be at the VMAs on Tuesday as well. And I think it's part of a rollout, but who cares? Because I know Mace and Faith and all these other bad boy artists, except for Mark Curry. Y'all see Mark Curry been pissed. I, even though, I guess Mark Curry's been a... Not, not hang with Mr. Cooper, Mark Curry. The dude who was on Bad Boy for Life. He was a rapper. He said that Diddy gave them their publishing back after it lost its value or something like that. But listen, I know uh, Mace is Mace is cool. I don't. I don't. Well, he, Mace is doing good. <laughs> yeah, they got a. It what is it, what it is. Yeah, he. They got a. They got a deal. Him and Cameron. <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoy seven figures. Yeah. I enjoy their camaraderie and how much fun they have with each other. But it helps. But every time I see them, I think to myself. Y'all left a lot of money on the table for not fucking with each other. Like you guys, you got they just they they felt you could tell they grew up together. You could tell they're brothers, they're friends. Yeah. You'd be like, oh man, yeah, we could have been have we could have had the Mace pop. I mean, Mace uh, Cameron yeah, album. So Mace ain't a pastor no more. I think you always. I don't think he's like he has a congregation. He has a church or anything. I don't think you lost your your pastor your pastorhood. Yeah, former bad boy rapper Mark Curry reps Diddy over publishing gesture. It has no value. What's it worth now? He gave me mine back a long time ago. That's disrespectful. I said, why don't you just keep it and pay me? I don't want the publishing. I want the money. Well, basically, what, what it comes down to is scenes, and this is, I'm not a legal expert, it seems like Mark Curry don't want to do the work. It's easier yeah. for Puff to be like, because I think Mark Curry's on Bad Boy for Life. <clears throat> so it's easier for for Mark, for Puff to go out there and shop that song and then he makes what he makes because he was featured on it or he he ghost wrote on it or whatever. Now he got to do it because he's got the publishing and the, he's like, I want to do all this. I, I get Well, because it. no one's going to know who he is. Yeah, yeah, and then if you put in a commercial, are you going to put his verse in it? Because usually you just do the hook. But maybe he wrote the hook. I don't know. Uh, the cash in the Instagram clip read, Diddy gave the publishing back so what? It has no value. I want him to give me a million cash and then I can plan the rest of my life out well. 
<laughs> uh, in the comment section, Curry put things in perspective by adding, ever had somebody owe you $50 when you needed it back? They didn't pay you. Then by the time they do pay you, the $50 doesn't mean the same as it did when you needed it. That's how I feel. I wanted that when I was making money. Now after all is gone, what I'm going to do with it? I'm, I'm fact. It's, I think he meant to say, in fact, it's an insult. All right, so that's that's one bad boy artist who didn't who didn't care about the publishing coming back. This bad boy for life. Anybody see the Tyrese? No, I don't. Man, it what's was wrong with Tyrese. It was interesting because him and DJ Envy. I want to see it, but yeah, Him and DJ Envy had a falling out, and if y'all didn't know, when DJ Envy was going through his scandal with uh, Erica Mena, the racist. Um, <laughs> I saw something. Somebody said something about Erica Mena too. And I was going to screenshot it to you. It was just like, I'll screenshot it to you. All right. Um, Tyrese played a, a critical role in getting him and his wife together back on the same page, blah, blah. Yeah, Tyrese said, when I was going through my drama, you were nowhere to be found. And DJ Envy's reasoning was, um, you were being disrespectful. You called my wife out her name and blah, blah. And Tyrese says, I was on drugs. <clears throat> so... They go back and forth. It seems like by the end, it's an hour and 25. It's a really, really long thing. By the end of it, it seems cool. Here's my one question I wanted to know, though. So when he when Tyrese was like, what do you want from me? He said, I was high in my mind. I, I was on psych meds, blah, blah. They never asked, why were you prescribed psych meds? Psych meds, sorry. And then two, uh, I think the why do you, what do you want from me video, he said it was 12 minutes long. I had no idea I did that until the meds were out my system three months later. My question is wow. why? Meaning, what mean, what? my thing is, were you were you by yourself for three months? Because that's what probably, I was gonna say. He ain't got no friends. That's what I'm saying. If I did a video like that, I'm pretty sure Jermaine is gonna hit me up. Like, so even yeah. if even if three months it doesn't get out my system, at least I can be like, oh shit, Jermaine did check me on that when I put that video up. He's like, well, what's going on with you? And Sarah was telling me, but I, it was going out one ear when not. If they never. Had, I was like, I was curious about that situation. Like, what? Do you, how'd okay. you go three months? Did nobody hit you up? Did you go three months because you were just was a rehab? Yeah. And they took his phone away. Yeah, that could have. Yeah, they took your phone yeah, away. That could, yeah, 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 you're right. But he wouldn't have been in rehab no three months. How do you know? <laughs> I think we would have known. <laughs> but he basically sure he has an exquisite ass rehab. It's he, like, uh, he basically says his know. wife double crossed him. And they had a prenup, but now they're trying to destroy the prenup. She won't even look at him during court. So now you got a song called Love Transaction accusing that she never loved him at all. And she wants $20,000 for a one-year-old a Man, month. listen. Tyrese is the weird character. That's what I was going to yeah. say. Like, he keeps dragging this woman through the mud, like, trying to make the public just believe, like, y'all don't know what went on behind, behind the scenes. And we don't hear nothing from this chick. You, That's what they said. Charlemagne and Envy said, not for nothing. We only hear about her through you. And it was like, because they're not saying like, yo, we're not saying that this woman isn't being dastardly, but you make it 10 times worse because the public don't follow her. Like her name is Samantha. I don't, I mean, I guess I can look up Samantha Gibson or whatever, but that's not going to help me find her IG. So we, he was like, we have no idea what she does until you tell us. And maybe you, you're making it worse because she don't got a following. And he he was like, oh yeah, that could be it. You're right. Cause, yeah, they they said how could that. how could he just not be like? How could he just not be aware of that? I don't. Self awareness is 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 tough. Some people just have it, and some don't. They just lack it. Uh, 
We'll say the Young Blue Apology. That's, that's going to be funny. I love doing those. And then Justin Timberlake. Here's another thing. See, I remember last week, Justin Timberlake and Timberland and Nelly Furtado dropped a song. Uh, I haven't even heard a snippet of that song. I heard a little bit of it. It sounded like something that would have went off in the early 2000s. But okay. But Justin Timberlake and Timberland also are doing um, some Monday Night Football games where they'll be providing the music. I think they start off this week. They're doing six games all together. Anything else? Sorry, this is a quick one, guys. I'm trying to think. We'll be back. I will, I will, I'm announce this now. We should tell Manny Fontaine. We are, if you ever, don't ever argue with me. Who's Courtney? Such and such. Me and my sister. Um, we will be back Wednesday night. And the reason I'm putting out Wednesday night is because Tuesday's the VMAs. And Sarah was smart to realize that because the VMAs are on, there's not going to be a love and hip hop. So that means I only got to record one episode on Wednesday. So around 830, Manny Fontaine, I'm telling you now. 8.30, okay. Wednesday night, we can record, we'll recap the VMAs or whatever happened over the weekend. Oh, man, what? that means I got to watch the VMAs. No, you really don't. Just watch no. the performances or, yeah. or whatever news, it, record it well, and watch do. whatever news it comes out. funny. She's something sad about it. Because the VMAs are trash. They are. They are not the same VMAs we grew up with. Yeah, it's, it's sad that they, they constantly keep doing it. All right, that's all I had. Release date. All right, that's it. Manny Fontaine got to go make burgers, y'all. He's <laughs> <laughs> All right, at one and only at Kicks of Coffee at Manny Fontaine at Studio Flow Pod. Until next time, guys. Peace. All right, peace. I'll let you. All right, all right. Before we get all the way out of here and be completely done, um, I'm recording this a couple of days after. We recorded the original pod where Manny Fontaine had a hard out, had to go make dinner or something. And it was late. So uh, we just wrapped up shop. Instead, I should have. There was a couple of other things I wanted to get into. One of them, we brought up Nicki Minaj and uh, Cardi B. But we didn't mention that Nicki Minaj will perform and host on the VMAs. That is Tuesday. Uh, so wonder what song she's going to do. wonder was, I know Super Freaky Girl is nominated for maybe best video or best rap video, whatever. So maybe she might do that. Maybe she might do Last Time I Saw You. I don't even know if I'm getting that song right, guys. It does, uh, from the rap, it says, Nicki Minaj to host and perform new single Last Time I Saw You at 2023 VMA. So we got our answer. Also, BG of the Hot Boys, the one who said uh, cash money is army, better yet a Navy, is finally free after serving, uh, I think, 11 years in prison. And he's signing with cash money. Birdman has given former Hot Boy BG his long overdue flowers while also promising that fans can expect some new cash money heat in the process. In a real posted to Instagram, it's from Hip Hop DX guys, on Saturday, Birdman put a composite together of all the trials and tribulations that his signee faced before and during his prison sentence, before concluding it would be a jubilation around BG's release. He also implied in the caption that BG would soon be releasing new music. BG regained his freedom on Tuesday, September 6th, after being incarcerated for 11 years on weapons and witness tampering charges. All right. Um, 
not really looking forward to new BG music, but I'm happy that he's out and that he is getting back to something he loves. If if uh if that's what he wants to do. Now, we'll wrap up with new music. A couple of things I've been listening to. Um, let's start with rap first. La Russell dropped in, I don't know if it's an EP or an album. It's called Is Different. I don't know who La Russell is. Bay Area rapper, independent. Um, been putting out projects. I know uh, Charlemagne from The Breakfast Club. A couple of LA leakers. He had a couple of freestyles for them. Uh, maybe Big Boy. There's a lot of people that was um, fans of him early on, and that's how I discovered him. And while I think he is a good rapper, on is different. While the production is fine, his flow is fine. I just don't think he has that much to rap about after finding success, because most of it is, yo, life is good, which is fine. I'm not like, oh, you got to be negative or anything. And it is. Um, I found success. I'm independent. Life is good. And it's kind of hard to do that for eight songs or whatever, like 10. You're just like, uh, okay. And you start, you realize that an artist will start slipping into um, where the verse they put on track five could have went on track three or track two as well because the subject matter is not changing, just the tempo of the song. But if y'all wanted to do, check that out, Stand on the West Coast, Bad News, and this is from uh, Real Bad Man, which is a producing team and a clothing brand. And they linked up with California rapper uh, it's from Inglewood called Blue. I was surprised. I think like YouTube Music like suggested this. And I, I was at the gym, so I'm like, all right, let me throw this on, blah, blah, blah. Threw it on and was surprised because I wasn't familiar with the production team. I wasn't familiar with Blue until a couple of tracks in, I'm like, oh, this dude's from the West Coast because it gives you a kind of Griselda, Alchemist. It's a lot of boom bap, and you don't really expect that from the West Coast. Uh, finally, wrapping up on hip-hop, Killer Mike announced that they're going to be a deluxe for Michael dropping September 15th, and he shared a new single called Maynard Vignette. And it, it well, the title comes from Maynard Jackson, who was the first black mayor of Atlanta. It features T.I. and J.I.D. All right. On the R&B side, Tanache uh, dropped B.B. Angel. I believe that is an EP. But one of my favorite songs so far this year is uh, Needs, which she dropped about a couple of weeks ago. Really like this song. Yeah, B.B. Angel. Um, the Angels with a three. So if y'all looking for that, just put Tanasha in. I'm just gonna, pretty sure it's going to pop up. Uh, Talk To Me Nice was the single before that one. It's only seven songs, so I'm pretty sure that is an EP. BJ the Chicago Kid has a song called Spend the Night featuring Coco Jones. It is has this late 70s, early 80s groove. I joked with Sarah and Bruno Mars would have put this out. Uh, it'll been the talk of the town, but I fuck with BJ Chicago Kid. I like Coco Jones from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. No, what is the? It's just called Bel Air. I'm like, no, that's not what the drama is called. Uh, and from the little bit of music I've heard from her, she was she killed it at the BET Awards. So check that out. And then finally, Leia uh, is an R&B singer pop. She has an EP called Bet That, 
And I heard Beth at the title track, and I've um, been a fan of hers ever since she dropped Um Hello EP in 2021. They had jokes, uh, had songs like Crazy Down and Sailor Moon. She's back with this one. A couple of joints I've heard I liked, so recommending that as well. I think that might be it. We will be back to record Wednesday night to talk about the VMAs. Um, Lotto, another shot at Coyle Ray. We'll get into that on that. Was it Peaches and Eggplants or Eggplants and Peaches song with Young Nudie and 21 Savage? I didn't even hear the original one, but the remix has Lotto and Sexy Red, I believe. So we'll get into that. And I think that might be it that dropped because I didn't want to, when I did this recap, I didn't want to talk about news that happened afterwards. I just wanted to talk about news we missed. Um, yeah, maybe we talk about T.I. son, King Harris. Because I don't know what's going on with this kid. Uh, da, 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 that might be all I got. All right. Until next time, guys. Thanks for listening. Peace.